Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hey, 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 it's exactly 11-11 on the 27th of May, 2019, and this is this week's Where the Heavenly Bodies Are. Now, I made a point of saying that is because we all talk now about living in the present moment, but when you hear a lot of people always talking about what's going to happen next week, what's going to happen in the future, all these things I feel doesn't really talk about what's happening now and what how we can bring our attention to now. So let's get into this program. Please note, you might notice a difference in the sound. It'll just be a one-off because I've misplaced the mic that I've heard improves the sound of my podcast. Let's listen to where the heavenly bodies are this moment in time at 11.11 by me, a.k.a. Cloudette, because I love clouds and looking up, and that is the key. Look up. Keep looking up. I shall return. Hey, so I hope you're having a fantastic moment on this Monday where a lot of people do not have to go to their J-O-Bs. I want to share with you where the heavenly bodies are from my viewpoint in London at 11.11 GMT time. Now, if you listened to the program before, this is a episode where I use the calculations of NASA to pinpoint the view that I have from London at a certain time. And what constellations are moving as the backdrop to the heavenly bodies that we are aware of in our day and night sky. As I always say, if you do not have a sky location app, you're missing part of the fun. There are so many. I personally use Skyview app. This is not an ad. Note, when... This moment in time, the present at 11.11 happened. The constellation of Leo is rising in the day sky. And followed by an empty constellation space of Virgo, meaning there's nothing in Virgo, no heavenly bodies that we acknowledge. Followed by Libra and Scorpio. But one of the biggest planets that you can see in the night sky at this time with your eyes is our planet Jupiter. It is actually in the 13th constellation of a focus, one that Western astrologers do not acknowledge, nor do sidereal or Vedic astrologers acknowledge a focus. But I do in this sky astrology. And so it is here in the space that was previously preserved for Scorpio and Sagittarius. 
and to note it is retrograde at the moment which means it looks as if it's going backwards but more importantly it's actually closer to our earth next we have in the next constellation space as i like to call it we have sagittarius and in sagittarius there's a lot happening as a lot of people like to share with you it is because we have saturn at 23 degrees and 25 arch minutes of Sagittarius. And it is conjunct, meaning in the same plane and interacting with South Node, which is actually at 22 degrees and one arch minute. So it's actually one degree before before it was sandwiched between Saturn and Pluto but now it's actually moved between Saturn and Jupiter not as close in conjunction of course because Jupiter is all the way in the other constellation of a focus but it makes a difference how these energies are interacting and because the closest interaction it's having because these are retrograde um, energies at the moment with Saturn and Pluto is that it is still making connection with that. What does that mean? It means that this calculation, which is what a south node is with the nodes of karma that they call them in Vedic astrology, is it believes it is connected to um, a point of karma or a point that seems to have its own rules and that most different philosophies of astrologies always follow and give a particular amount of focus and respect to. So as I have always said from the beginning, I am purely an observer and I like to be aware of what and where this southern node is. And right now it's at 22 degrees of Sagittarius. Next we have, like I mentioned, Pluto also retrograde at 26 degrees and 23 arch minutes. Note um, that Sagittarius has 33 or 36, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 36 degrees of the ecliptic path. So it's almost near the end, but because these are slow-moving planets, it'll be there for a while with the absence of Saturn, which should be moving out this year, I believe. Next, we have the constellation space of Capricorn. And we have not a heavenly body there at the moment, but most importantly, we don't have anything there at the moment because the moon has moved out of that space since a day. So we had that energy of Earth, practical um, Capricorn on Friday and Saturday. But as of yesterday, on Sunday, the moon has moved into Aquarius. What does that mean? Aquarius is in uh, air energy, but it's also in part of the water part of the sky. Now, what I think I should mention is how I get these... Um, you know, these connections is because this, this is what has been observed for thousands of years when astronomers and priests, as they secretly still do, 
observe the heavenly bodies in the sky and what happened below as above during these times. And I guess they found because um, Aquarius is an air sign and kind of progressive in a sense, uh, that these progressive things happen during this time. And maybe it's like the weather for that. The weather, the cosmic weather is for um, progressive and open-minded things are kind of like the view of age of Aquarius. And when our moon is there, the moon is connected to water, to our intuition, to what we feel, um, that you can, I use it to think I can connect more with a more outward, conscious, progressive idea about life, mine, and the world in general during the time that I know that the moon in the sky is transiting this space, this constellation space of Aquarius. And it is not a very big space, so you don't have loads of time to do it. Actually, it is at 16 degrees of Aquarius. And Aquarius really only has less than, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, about 25 degrees. And since the moon moves one degree every two hours, ten in about 20 hours it'll be out. So this time tomorrow, it will be already in the next constellation space of Pisces. But let's note this. Because the next heavenly body is Neptune at 20 degrees, of Aquarius and 47 arch minutes let's see the energy and the interaction when the moon aligns with that and we can calculate it'll be about eight hours which will be 19 11 GMT time mind you that's 7 p.m. toward 11 minutes after 7 p.m. GMT time then you can calculate and it's good to kind of know and go to think what's happening there. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? Because the moon is in line with Neptune in Aquarius. Now, Neptune can, has energy, belongs to uh, Pisces, but it's also a very spiritual energy and has the history of being a spiritual energy. And that's why we like to use that cosmic weather to think on that um think about these ideas at that time because then we are in tune with the energies of the universe next in a quite big pisces uh constellation space we have chiron which i've said before we observe is at 13 degrees of pisces and 15 arch minutes next in aries uh we have the planet uranus not in taurus but astronomically in Aries at 5 degrees Aries and 28 arch minutes and we have Venus which has moved away last week we had the conjunction Venus is at 15 degrees of Aries and 38 arch minutes next constellation space is Taurus where the sun is shining in now not a Gemini season and such a special Taurus season because Taurus has been observed for thousands of years and we have proof of that in caves and the Pallades star system is there 
we have a connection with Orion where also the sun sometimes dips in there. So I've moved even from 13 sign astrology onto basic astronomy and honoring the other constellations like Cetus and in this case Orion that is part of our ecliptic path in in this month of May and June. So we have the sun today at 12 degrees and 9 arch minutes of Taurus followed by Mercury at 19 degrees of Taurus in 20 arch minutes. Of course, we had that conjunction last week as well. Lots of conjunctions last week. This week, we're looking forward to the new moon, and I'll do a special um, podcast for that coming up on the 3rd of June. Following next is... Mars. Now Mars is at six degrees of Gemini, about to go to seven degrees because it's six degrees and fifty-two arch minutes, and will come in conjunct sooner and later, sooner than later, with the North Node, which is also a nautic point, that um kind of karma point here that is calculated at 18 degrees of Gemini and six arch minutes going retrograde actually so the beauty of this because I'm just thinking actually I have something in Gemini um what's interesting is when you know where the heavenly bodies are on the day you're born and I am really happy to announce I've got my first course coming up I'm really excited it's tomorrow you can get on the waiting list for the next one, which will be very, very soon. But to do that, um, what you get is a listing of what, where the heavenly bodies were on the day and time you were born. And then these podcasts every week can help to bring you in tune with the cosmic weather. So you know where to reach me, aka Cloudette on Twitter and aka Cloudette on Instagram. Otherwise, aka Cloudette.com will give you all the connections to contact me and start a discussion if you are curious. And there we have it. We have completed our um, little walk around the constellations. There's nothing in the next constellation of Cancer. And we started by sharing that the Leo was rising. I did not tell you it's four degrees, 43 part of Leo. Now, what's interesting is that um, around nine degrees, between nine and 11 degrees, we have the special star Regulus, which is the brightest star in Leo. It will be rising as well. Now, the constellation rise one degree every four minutes. So if we say nine, five, in 20 minutes, like 11.30, almost like soon now, probably when I press publish, um, the star of Regulus will be rising. And, you know, if you want to see that happen, you can see that only by a star location app because it's rising in the day and you can't see stars in the day because it's too bright. 
and you know I want to give out to this title I don't know what the movie is but the title our star our son is also a star is so true and um, I really that title really resonates with me so with that I will wish you all everything a brilliant moment thank you so much for listening also without my new microphone I hope you enjoyed it just as much and take care until full moon on June 3rd okay so I don't know I'm thinking maybe I should do a live but I'm not sure which um, platform so yeah stay tuned you can always sign up for the newsletter I will put a link in the details if you want to click through there sign up for the newsletter and then I should be sharing where I'm going to decide to do that live so that we can be in the present moment at that time of the new moon, which will be at 11.01 GMT time on the 3rd of June. That's all for now. Take care of yourselves. Lots of love from me to you and yours on this May 27th. 11 11 GMT time. Bye.